Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Let's talk about how to uncover, unleash, brand, shout from the rooftops, what your secret sauce is. I call it secret sauce, but it's also known as your niche. It can also be known as like what people think of you whenever they think of you first or whatever they think of you, like the first thing that pops into their mind, just like the general niche industry, not industry so much, but I personally like to think of it as your secret sauce because when you get clear on what this thing is and you get really good at branding and marketing yourself as this, then people start thinking of you when it comes to this. And people that are into this specific thing, they think of you and they go and they follow you and they tune in because of that thing. And I've said this once, I'm gonna say it many other times, probably during this exact training, when you have people's attention, you can get their sale too, okay? When you have people's attention, you can get their sale too. If you do not have a way for people to think of you and you don't have a, you're not giving your people a reason to tune into your lives, to open up your emails, to watch your stories or read your captions, right? If you're not giving them a good enough reason, they're just going to keep it moving. There are a lot of people on the internet who spend a lot of time curating really good content. And we all have a finite amount of energy and attention. So this, I call it your secret sauce, because when you figure this out, you get really good at it, then you will begin attracting the people who are into this. And when you have their attention, you can get their sale. So in this training, I'm going to teach you, one, how you can figure that out. Because for some people, you might know, you might know right out the gate, I know that I want to be known as an expert in this industry or in this field. I know that I want to niche myself as this very specific thing that might be very clear to you. Other people, it may not be so clear. I would say most people, it's not as clear. And this is so normal. I know I would say probably 90% of the women that I work with in some capacity, this is one of the biggest things that they struggle with is where do I fit in in this social media landscape? Where's my corner? And when you don't know the answer to that, what happens is what this kind of manifests as is a whole lot of confusion and maybe some stress. So let me know in the comments if you've ever thought to yourself, whenever you go to create a story or to write a post, you think to yourself, I have no idea 
what I should talk about today. I have no clue. I want to, I know that I should, but I have no idea what I should talk about today. Or maybe you've thought the thought, why would anybody want to listen to me? What do I have to bring to the table that's different than this other person or somebody else? So let me know if you have ever thought or, you know, and it it, it could look like Anna Maria said, this was totally me yesterday. I was so stressed out over this. Yeah. And it is hard, right? And and it it looks, I think those are like the two main ways that this will kind of bubble up inside of you is this thought of what do I have to bring to the table? I don't know what to talk about. I don't know, like, I know I need to make a post. I know what I need to sell, but I don't know what lens to talk about this thing through. I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know how to tie it together with my industry or, you know, the product or service that I sell. I don't know who I need to be attracting to my audience. I just feel all over the place. So if you have thought that at any time or recently, this is for you, you are going to love this training because I'm hoping that by the end of this, I'm going to help give you a lot more clarity on what this can look like for you and help you figure out finally what your secret sauce is, or at least what your secret sauce is for now. Because I'm going to give you some examples here in a little bit of some women that I know personally, or that I watch and that I love watching and following along with who they started with one thing and it totally evolved into something else over time and, and something much greater but there's no way they could have seen it coming. There's no way they could have planned the way that it played out. So I'm gonna give you some examples there too. It's really cool when you think about it and when you can see women and and if you've been following them for a while and see kind of how their their path sorted itself out and, and all of that, okay? So the first thing that I want you to do is if you are struggling with this and you don't know, where you fall, what your secret sauce is, what your niche is, who you're talking to, yada, 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 yada. The first thing that we want to figure out is where are we niching ourselves? Where is like, and a way to think of it is what corner is yours on the internet? Because I think most people here who are listening, you know that we're not trying to talk to everybody. We're not trying to make everybody happy. That is impossible. That is exhausting. That is not going to do anything for you or your well-being or your business. We want to talk to somebody. So we need to figure out what our niche is. Now, this can kind of look one of three ways, the way that I think about it. So number one, this could look like you're niching yourself as the expert in the industry of the product or service that you sell. I think that that's the most obvious. That's what I'm doing. Okay. So I sell social media business, online business training and resources, and I have niched myself as an expert that these are the things that I talk about the most. This is what I would assume most of you think of when you think of me is somebody who, who teaches these things. So I would say that's probably for a lot of people that will be your lame. Okay. Maybe you sell this very specific product and you're super passionate about it, and you want to be like the go-to person for that type of product in this that specific industry, cool, or a thought leader, or whatever. 
awesome. That makes your job pretty easy. So that's one way that this could look. Another way that this could look is not so much the industry that of what it is that you sell that you're niching yourself into, but you're niching yourself into the industry of a hobby or a talent of yours. So unrelated or pretty much unrelated to what it is you sell. It might be complimentary, but it's not, it's not your business. All right. And we're going to get into some examples here in just a second. So that's the second way that you could niche yourself. The third way could be a mix of both. You could totally do a mix of both as well. So the first step when uncovering your secret sauce is you want to like take a step back and say, okay, which direction am I going here? You may not know the exact niche yet, and that's fine, but are we going in the direction of expert thought leader in the industry that you currently work or in whatever it is that you sell? the niche of maybe a hobby or a talent of yours or a passion of yours or a mix of both. So you kind of want to just start thinking in terms of that. Now let's talk a little bit about the hobby slash talent slash passion option. So this would be for my people who sell something And you like what you sell, right? Like I would assume if you're selling something or I I really sincerely hope if you're selling something, you believe in it, you love it, you use it yourself, great. But it's not your passion, right? You don't wake up every day and think of it first. It's not like something that you're super, super, super excited to talk about. It's not something that you would do in your spare time or, you know, it's just... It's your job. It's what you sell. It's the business that you got into. It pays the bills or you like the the comp structure or whatever the thing is, but it's not the passion, right? Like you have no interest in branding yourself as the expert of this industry. No problem. So let's then shift and let's look at you as a person. Now you want to ask yourself, What do I genuinely enjoy doing in real life that I do off and on social media? Okay, what are you genuinely into? Genuinely. Not like, oh, this would be cool to talk about, so maybe like, maybe I could get into running. No, if you're not into running, don't don't try and like knit yourself as a runner, (laughs) Right, like I see like, when people put like Wanderlust in their bios, but they don't travel. It's like, why? <laughs> I get that you like the idea of that, but like, what? What is your truly? What are you into? So maybe you're super, super into wellness, right? Like you're always researching the latest supplements, and you're trying new routines and different workouts and nutrition plans. And you're not necessarily a nutritionist, but like you're super, super into it. That's like a passion of yours. You, you wake up and you think about it, you go to sleep and you think about it. It is just like, that is your thing or one of your bigger things that is an option for you. Okay. Maybe you are a super hands-on mom, right? You, you have the kids home, And you are all about like creating really fun crafts and cutting their sandwiches in cute shapes and you make their accessories and you have like a a certain 
parenting style, right? Like you are like the super mom. That is your identity. That is your passion. Boom. Great niche. Another example, and let me know too, if you, if you want to maybe give me some ideas or if you have a question about your own and I can go back through and I can take a look at it and give you some ideas. But another example would be maybe you're a working mom at home or otherwise, and you've really nailed like organizing or systems or like just figuring it out where most people would crumble under stress. Like you've got this stuff on lock and it fires you up. You're very proud about it. You love helping others and talking about that with other people. That's an option. Here's one that I'm sure a lot of people never thought was possible. Maybe you're super, super into reality TV. This is a niche. I have a client, Janine. I I don't know if I saw her on here or not. Um, I might have saw her on here. Janine, if you're on, say hi. I have an old client, Janine, who was super or is super, super, super into housewives. And I think like crime shows too. Like that was her thing. She, she had a different business and she sold, I want to say maybe skincare, but she, that wasn't her passion, but she was super into reality TV and like her and her best friend talked about it all the time. And they were just like super involved in the storylines So she made a podcast. She made an actual podcast where like, these are the things that they discuss and they have conversations and they keep up with the drama and all the things. And it's like, it's, I've, I've lost it. I I was about to say the title and now it's escaped me. I'll think of it in just a second because I want to share it with you guys because it's so fun. It's like listening to two best friends talking about, about shows. Um, but that's another niche. Right. Like I, I guarantee like there's I know because I've heard this so many times, so many women who are like, I don't have anything. I don't have a passion. I don't have a hobby. There's I've got nothing wrong. You do. I promise you. I promise you. OK, so that's another example. Another example of like a passion, hobby, talent niche would be like maybe you you love at home manicures and you're really good at them and, and you love like teaching other women how to do it. Okay. Um, maybe you genuinely do travel a lot for work or for pleasure. And you're really good at getting travel deals and booking hotels and getting points, or you just like sharing your experience. That's another one. Maybe you love to read. So you could do like a book club. Maybe you're super into fashion. Okay. So I just wanted to give you a pretty broad set of examples of what this can look like, right? This doesn't have to be something super professional or very distinctive or different than other ones. It can be as simple as I love to read and I love talking about the books that I'm reading because guess what? There are a lot of people who feel the same way. There are a lot of people who love reality TV. There are a lot of moms who would love to hear the activities that you're doing with your kids or how you're keeping the family afloat when you have a job and you're a single mom or whatever. Okay. Um, so many different things. It could also be something like maybe you're crazy hardcore into, into personal development. And you're all about like personal growth and you like talking about that. Or maybe you've dealt with 
trauma in your life, and now you're really passionate about sharing your experience and helping other women who have experienced trauma. So this can look so many different ways, but you want to like, you kind of just need to get this landscape idea of, okay, I have all of these options in front of me and I encourage you to make a list, right? I encourage you to sit down and actually make a list of these are the things that I could be known for. I could be known that for the, the as the expert in my industry. I could be known as like the go-to book person. I could be known as da 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 da. And then what you're gonna do is you are going to. Well, we're gonna get to that in just a second. But I want to say one thing really quickly because I promise you that I would give you some examples of women who took a pretty basic niche a pretty basic passion and it like parlayed into this massive, massive business and this incredibly successful social media presence business, you name it. Okay. So a few different examples of some super, super successful women that got started. Basically they got started simply sharing with the things that they enjoy, right? They were really into fashion or home decor or, events, like creating events, planning events, right? They just, they're really good at it. So they just started sharing it along with a few other things. And because they did that consistently, it then grew into an actual career for them. So a few examples are number one, the first person that always comes to mind living with Landon, who here follows Landon Hutchinson, I believe is her last name. But on Instagram, she is living with Landon. She is a perfect example of this. So this woman She's one of those people who just has like a a natural, great fashion sense. I think so anyway. She is an incredible homemaker. She's always making dinner. She's got the kids taken care of. She's throwing a party. Her house is always stunning, right? This is just like genuinely how she is. And all she started doing was she started sharing about it in her stories. All she started doing, and I was there in the, in like close to the beginning before, I think she had a blog when I first started following her, but she did have a blog and she would do a roundup of, this is what I'm cooking this week. This is what I'm wearing this week. And she would link like some of the things that she bought. This is the color that's on my nails. This is da, 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 da. That's it. And she did this so consistently that fast forward now, she has hundreds of thousands of followers, if not like a million by now. She has her own brick and mortar in Nashville, like her own home line. I'm pretty sure she has her own home line. She sells clothes there. Like in the co-working space that I work is her store, Living with Landon. She gets like insane brand deals with Revision and Vici and like, you know, you name it. She gets these brand deals all because like this is a perfect example of somebody who simply just started sharing the things that she was genuinely interested in and she showed up week after week and day after day and that just like grew and shifted over time until it like had a life of its own. It's a perfect example. Another example that some of you might follow Stephanie Banda um, or now she's Stephanie Bear. She's another example, very similar to living with Landon, but a little bit younger, but she's homemaker, fashion, skincare, same things. She just, she's, she shares all the things and she had her own line of like notebooks for a little bit and she gets great brand deals and, you know, 
it just kind of expanded. Another example, my girlfriend, Ashley Collins, she, again, is somebody else with just like a natural eye for fashion, super into it, would post about it, would help style people. Now she has like her own style edit options. It's like a business for her now. She's a stylist for people. I've hired her before, but that's another example of like just taking what she genuinely enjoyed and started talking about it. And it then like snowballed into this business for her. And then final example for you, an old client of mine was super passionate about the health benefits of cannabis and CBD. Now she's considered a weedologist. She has her own product line for CBD and I believe like masks or a mask spray. And if anybody wants to follow her, she's Margoana on Instagram. But that's another example, like this, this passion that I'm sure most people would be like, you can't have a business or a brand from that. Yes, Absolutely, you can, especially nowadays. So, I just want to share those with you to paint this picture that, as silly as it sounds, following your passion, following your hobby, your genuine interest can be a catalyst for something bigger. It just takes like figuring out what the thing is, where you want to go, and then being consistent. So, your action step at this point is to make that list of your options. What are you genuinely into? What do you actually like talking about? What do you do week to week that you can picture yourself sharing consistently on social media? Or maybe you already know, okay? So you're gonna write that down. Now, your second step when it comes to uncovering your secret sauce is out of this list that you've created for yourself, which of these items, ideas, niches are going to interest your ideal client slash customer because we still want to grow businesses, right? Just because you don't want to be known as the expert in your industry, or maybe you do, but if you don't, we still need to grow our business. We still need to sell the products or the service or whatever the thing is. Okay. So out of the list that you make, which of those are going to align and interest your ideal client slash customer? Meaning the person that you would consider your ideal client that you want to sell to, that you want to hire as a client or whatever your business is, is she going to be into that? Or are people similar to her going to be into one of those things? In most cases, the answer will be yes. In most cases, this is going to be seamless because for a lot of people watching here, a lot of people, your ideal client is just you a few steps back. That's it, right? Like somebody very similar to you. That's that's most people's ideal client. So if you're into it, they're likely going to be into it. All right. Another thing you want to consider too is does this vibe with what it is that you sell? And in most cases, it will right? Because if you sell, and I know I keep using the example of skincare, but if you sell skincare and you want to brand yourself as like the book club woman, well, guess what? Women that like to read also have skincare concerns, right? Women who love fashion also need makeup. Moms that would be super into your mom tips would also super be into your skincare or the makeup or the confidence coaching or whatever, right? So you just kind of, you want to check and make sure like this thing that that you want to, to kind of brand yourself as vibes with what you sell in your ideal client. In most cases it will. 
All right. And if you have any questions about that and you kind of want to see how that would work, feel free to let me know what it is that you sell and then the industry niche thing you're wanting to brand yourself and we can kind of like brainstorm it. All right. So that is your second step. And if you do not have an ideal client, like if you've never filled out an ideal client sheet, I could not encourage it more. I talk about it pretty much every training that I do. I have one DM me. If you're on Facebook, I'll drop the link in a little bit and you can download that. Now, step three, once we figure out this thing, okay, this, this is the direction I'm going. This is my corner of the internet. It works with my business. It works with my ideal client. I'm super excited about it. Cool. What's next? Step three is we want to create a content strategy that has that niche, that passion, that thing that you want to be known for as the star of the show, meaning the bulk of your content, the things that you create the most consistently online is going to be focused on in that area. So you want a content strategy that puts this in the center. And I also, now this is where we're going to take it a step further. This is where we're going to go from playing on the internet to like playing to win on the internet. Okay. This is like next, next level, big girl strategy. Instead of just creating content on this thing, I want you to choose a mode, your go-to weekly mode. Where are you going to show up every single week without fail with this type of content? So this is what this could look like. So let's say you are super into fashion and you want to be known for like fashion choices and you want to curate outfits and you want to link the outfits and you want to get uh, affiliate deals and commissions from like to know it. And you also want to be growing your business. Everything checks out. Cool. But instead of just posting reels or posts, I want you to take it a step further and pick a standalone, like a, a platform that you can be posting this stuff and it's actually going to live there. So for example, eblast, weekly eblast, um, Lives could be one, but then I want you to repurpose it in an e-blast or somewhere that like you own, right? You have control over. After I do this live, it's gone, but it's on Facebook and I'm going to eventually repurpose it into a YouTube channel, right? YouTube channel is an option. A blog is an option. A podcast. So podcast is mine. I didn't want to just post on social media because I can't control who sees my stuff on social media. It's super annoying, right? Like one, one week, the algorithm loves me. The next week, the algorithm hates my guts. My business is too important to be at the mercy of an algorithm. So I've picked another platform that you all know you can find me without fail every single week. And that is what my strategy revolves around is my podcast. So my podcast is the hub. And then everything else that I post just comes off the podcast. It's just a repurpose of the podcast. This is going to be a podcast. And then it's going to turn into additional posts and e-blasts and all the things. So for you, this is next level strategy, but it's game changing. Pick your hub. I would say the easiest one to start with, if you're just like branching off social media, is grow an email list because you want to be doing that anyway. Start growing an email list and curate, put together these things that you want to be known for, your hobby or your expertise or whatever, into e-blasts. 
And that can be something that you send out every single week that people can look forward to and expect. That's your big long form piece of content. And then after that, you can repurpose that long form content into smaller pieces of content on social media. This makes your life so much easier. A lot of you are scratching your head, not sure what to post because you have so many options. It's like, could I, should I just go in stories today? Should I do a reel? Should I do an IGTV? Should I go live? Should I do a Facebook live? Should I post in the Facebook group? It's like all over the place. Make it really easy for you. Okay, I create a YouTube video every single week and then I repurpose that video to an e-blast and then I take two or three points from that video and I make two or three Facebook and Instagram posts. Boom, strategy's done. Now you have this really killer strategy with a hub, a big long form piece of content, like the place that you live and show up where you can repurpose and you are branding. Here's probably the most important part about this step is you're branding yourself as what you want to be known for. It's not enough to put this in a bio and say, okay, I put in my bio, I'm a confidence coach or I'm really passionate about helping moms become their most confident selves, but then never talk about struggles of moms and why they might not be feeling confident and like actual ways to help them feel confident. I can't tell you how many women I've worked with where like they have something at the top of their bio, but they never actually create content on that thing or it's never like very specific. It's kind of like a secondary thing. Well, I sell skincare and that helps women feel confident. Yeah, but you never, it has to be deeper than that. Has to be deeper than that. Otherwise, you are going to blend in. This is not going to help you either. Because when you have people's attention, you can have their sale. When you don't have their attention, you sure as heck are not going to get the sale. You get people's attention by picking a lane, showing up very, very consistently in that lane, even in the beginning when people are not responding, when you're not getting much love, because that's what we've all dealt with. And then you begin attracting these people. Okay. Now, so that's, you want to create this strategy with your passion, your niche, your secret sauce as the star of the show on the days in between. This is where you can post personal things. You can post, you know, anything that's going to build like, no, and trust, whatever you normally post, um, or mix in business content. So you can mix, you can mix in your business content or you can treat your business like an influencer would treat a business, which means you're known for this thing over here. You're known as the book club woman. You're the book, the go-to book woman. So that's mostly what you post about. And then every once in a while, when there's a sale or like a fun promotion, or you took a beautiful picture that's showcasing the makeup that you sell, you talk about it. And then in your stories, you talk about it as you use it. So you would use it, you would treat your business just like an influencer would. As you actually use the thing, you talk about it in your stories on occasional posts. But the star of the show is your niche. And then step four there's two more steps. <laughs> Step four, we need to be, be consistent, right? And I kind of already touched that. It's not enough to throw it in the bio. It's not enough to talk about it a couple of times. People are not going to think of you as this thing unless you make them. 
and you do that with time. You do that with consistency and time. And just, again, just one, I'm going to say this one more time. The building of momentum is the hardest part. That is the hardest part. It's harder to to start running. It's harder to push a stationary vehicle. It's even harder when you start and you stop and you start and you stop. You're expending more energy at that point. But if you can keep pushing, even though it's hard, even though you're not getting a lot of traction yet, even though you're still attracting in the people who are your ideal clients who are going to be into the thing that you are your secret sauce, if you can push past that, I promise you, I promise you, it will get easier. You're going to start building momentum and it is way easier to maintain momentum than it is to start it. So you just, you have to remember that it's a rite of passage. It is what it is. <laughs> so that's your step four, step five. And I kind of already talked about this too, but again, it's, it's worth repeating. Make sure that you're branding yourself is what you want to be known for. I already talked about that. So yes, add it to your bio. The bulk of your content is going to be about this. You're going to be putting out regular content and posts and all the things we talking about it in your stories, but you have to do that. You have to take it further with the content and, and all of it together for you to actually be known for this thing. That those things together is how you uncover your secret sauce. That's how you niche yourself. That is how you become known for the thing that you actually want people to know you for. So I'll go through the steps one more time and then I'll answer any questions that you have. So step one, what, what is the thing? Are you going to be an expert for what it is that you sell? Or are we going to focus on a hobby, a passion, something that you just like to talk about and do? Step two, out of those items, out of the list that you make, does it vibe with your ideal client customer? Does it vibe? Is it complimentary with what you sell? Step three, create a content strategy where yeah, you're going to be posted on social media, but like what, what's your main hub? Is it YouTube? Is it eblast? Is it a blog? Is it a podcast? You want to put it on a place where it's going to live, where we can do some SEO. You're going to own like the lists and the people that are there, not just social media. The easiest one to choose if you're just getting started is an email list and you want to do that anyway. So you might as well start there. And then you can do a blog. Don't let that slow you down. Don't be like, I want to do a blog, but I'm not ready to do a blog. Okay, start with eBlast right now because you could take all of those and repurpose them as, as blogs. And then step four and step five, be consistent and make sure you brand yourself as this thing. Don't just put it in your bio. Actually take the time to create content around it. Okay. So I'm going to scroll and see if there are any questions. Vanessa, yeah, the live is going to be saved in the, in the Facebook group. So Megan asked, niche help. I love mindset growing as a person. I'm in my twenties. I love helping people feel confident. I need to know what you sell, Megan. What do you sell? But that's, I mean, that's an amazing niche, right? I just encourage you. How are you going to help people do that? So if you're in your 20s and you love helping your ideal client feel confident, how? Okay, so you you sell hair and skincare. Perfect. So that's part of it, right? When somebody feels beautiful, they're naturally going to feel more confident. But how do you take it a step further? 
When it comes to the confidence piece, are we talking about mindset? So you said that you love mindset and growing as a person. So is that the avenue? If that's the avenue, then you want to be putting out like tips on how to do this. Here are the books that I'm reading. Here's a summary of this. Here's a brain study that showed, showed do these three things to naturally boost your confidence sharing your own personal stories and how you have increased your own confidence, sharing the times that you didn't feel confident is a big piece of it too. So that works that like those are totally seamless, Megan. I would just get clear on how are you going to be serving them? Again, it's not enough to say like, I want to help people feel confident. How? So you sell some products and that's going to be part of it. And then with the mindset and the growing as a person, what does that mean? How are you gonna show up? So every week, if you're gonna be doing e-blasts, maybe maybe every week you share a resource that helps helps boost personal growth or self-confidence, and then you share like maybe a summary of that book or, or just some tips or an update on your life. So many different possibilities, but yes, the, those, those work beautifully. Okay. Tina, Tina asks, is TikTok a good place to house our videos? TikTok is like Instagram. You're going to post there. And I encourage you to post on TikTok. I have a client right now who is blowing up her business because of TikTok. She was getting very little love on Instagram. She started throwing some things on TikTok. She's thriving. TikTok's fantastic. I love TikTok, but with TikTok, we are at the mercy of an algorithm. Yes, you can really take the time. You can make sure you're you're following the rules and you're posting good content. That's going to help. I still want you posting there. But where can your content live where you have more control? Where you can own your subscriber list? Where you can put out content and anybody who's subscribed to you, they will see it. So like YouTube, podcast, e-blast trying to think of others, blog. I think it's just, it's insurance for your business. Because if something were to happen to TikTok or something were to happen to Instagram, that content's poof, it's gone. Or I know people who wrongfully got their account deleted or got their account stolen. And yes, these things can happen on YouTube. These things can happen with email too, but you have that backup. You at least have some form of backup is what I want for you. And another thing about TikTok too, Obviously, that's like the most short form content you can get, right? Like, I know you can post up to three minute videos now, but not everybody has that. And most most videos are like 10 seconds on average. I want you to create longer form content, at least one, one version. It's really, people do it. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's really, really, really hard to, I'm not going to say become known for something just on TikTok because people do it all the time, but in a way that like grows your business outside of brand deals, which most people hear you have a product and a service to sell. So you want a longer form arena to play in. I never even thought about starting a YouTube channel. Do you have any tips for starting on there? Unfortunately, I do not have any tips for starting on YouTube. I am going to be putting content there very soon as well, but I'm likely going to outsource that because it's just, it's not my thing, but I know that there are a lot of people out there like that. That is their thing. That is their their place where they thrive. I know there's a lot, a lot of free resources out there on that. Um, 
So I would just look around on YouTube and see what people say and maybe consider hiring somebody to help you too. Anna Maria said, I'm in the skincare and cosmetics industry. I love personal growth and I want to help network marketers brand themselves on social media within the brand I represent. That can overlap a hundred percent. So you want to help people grow their businesses on social media. So for you, you're going to be leading by example, right? You're going to be doing this yourself, telling people, Hey, I tried this. This worked for me. Here's how you can do it too. I tried this. This didn't work for me. Don't do this, right? Like a lot of the things that I post, like you would be essentially posting the same thing directed at through the lens of for people in network marketers. And then what's cool about that, Anna Maria, is obviously you're going to be attracting in people in all different industries who also need skincare and cosmetics, right? So they're going to be following you. They're going to be locked in and paying attention to you because you share such amazing social media tips. And then you're going to be mixing in content on your skincare and cosmetics because we all need them and you use them too. And because they're watching you paying attention to the social media stuff, they're going to see the skincare stuff because they like, know, and trust you. They're going to be way more likely to buy from you versus somebody else. It works. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Reeves. And or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.